We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 50 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Boathouse break-in. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. Holy smokes, I gotta tell you something. Uh, wait, real quick though. No, First. I'm... Nope, nope, no, no. <laughs> you said I could start. I know, but then I thought of something funny. This episode was originally not gonna be titled Boathouse Break-In. It was going to be titled something different. Kendra, what was it going to be nope. titled? You're just trying to... <laughs> You're trying to trick me. Do it. Into saying words I can't say. You can say it. Just sometimes you bumble a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Give it a shot. Boathouse burglary. Burglary. <laughs> I wanted that so badly. I, that's uh, mean. Perfect. Okay, that's go ahead. Mean. Go ahead with yours. Boom, Chuck. <laughs> nope. No, nope, nope. That's not how it goes either. Some uh. words don't come out the way that I hear them in my head. It's like singing. I'm not a very good singer. Like, it sounds better in my head than when it comes out. <laughs> I don't know how we have three kids that sing so well. We have very talented, talented children. Very musical. Um, They all sing very well. Yeah. In fact, Morgan, I... our middle child... Um, just had me, she wanted me to record a music video for her. So I don't, it's not ready to be presented or anything yet, but, uh, recently I spent some time recording and. Well, during this lockdown or whatever, I don't even know what to call it anymore. We've been home. She learned the guitar. Yeah. She taught herself how to play the guitar. Well, Charlie kind of taught her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But she learned. Yes. And she's written 17 songs. Been writing songs (laughs) and singing and. I don't have an ounce of that. Where do they get that from? I don't know. Are, am I supposed to say you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, honey, they clearly get it from you. Uh, well. What, I passed what? on other traits. That's true. Like klutziness. <laughs> that's one that I don't care if you're shaking your head like, that's not something that gets passed on. It really is. My mom's a klutz, I am a klutz, and Morgan's a klutz. It's true. She did get that from you. We just, you know, have accidents. Yep. I had a big one this week. You've got a bruise the size of a dinner plate on your knee. Yeah, it really hurt. I thought I could jump over something. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's often how I get my bruises. <laughs> I was jumping off our bed and my knee hit the wall. So there's not supposed to be any sort of jumping anywhere near a boat. So I love living on a boat. There is one downfall Hmm. for me. This tight space, Mm -hmm. I have so many bruises. (laughs) My legs are covered in bruises. I don't even know where they came from. And then today I was walking quickly down our, I mean, it's a short, super narrow hallway. And I'm walking very quickly and I smacked my hand against the doorknob and busted my finger open. Oh. That hurt too. You are klutzy. I am. If you've been following us long enough, you've seen like how I've, you know, dropped a picture frame on my foot last year. I fell down the stairs and broke almost, well, I don't know what I did to my foot and I'm getting old, but it still hurts <laughs> like a year later. And some people out there are like, I completely agree with you. <laughs> wait, wait. Agree with you like, yes, you are klutzy or they completely relate to you? Oh, they relate. Yeah, that's very different. I'm also bad with words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your what's your big exciting news? Oh, that it was our 50th episode. Yeah. That was my news. That it doesn't sound so exciting now. It doesn't. You ruined it. I was <laughs> I came out like, this is so exciting. Now, like, oh. Well, you took away some of the excitement. 50 episodes in, one full year in. Holy smokes, we've been running a podcast for a year. We listened to our first episode together this week. Sounded kind of funny. (laughs) I have a hard time believing people listen to us. I don't know if I would listen to us. I don't know. 
so it's fun, what's funny to me is since we've been doing this on a regular basis, I don't go back and edit a whole lot. Like every now and then if there's gaps, I'm like, okay, I got to clean that up a little bit. But do you remember how many takes it took for us to do the like first? Like a hundred. We went over and over. Because it was like that we you know, couldn't hear us or it wasn't funny. <laughs> I don't know. It took, a, it took quite a few. Yeah. It's gotten a lot easier to talk with a mic in my face. I think in the beginning it was like stage fright or mm. whatever, maybe. Yeah, I don't know what that's like. I know you don't, but <laughs> anyway. Anyhow, so now that we uh, have caught up on all of that. Let's talk about our week. Yeah. And the burglary. The burglary. <laughs> that happened. The burglary. Is... It's a weird word, okay? Burglar. I think it only has three syllables. You're saying it burglary, <laughs> like one, two, three, four syllables. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow. Listen, somebody broke into our neighbors, and it's really sad, and we're going to talk about it. Yes. Better? Yes. So, a few nights ago, like Monday? No. Like a week a ago? A week ago, yeah. About a week ago, <laughs> um, at around almost five in the morning. It was 4.51. It, it, it was <laughs> almost five in the morning. I could be a detective, <laughs> too. Um, our dog was barking, and he sleeps in the cockpit. And so if there's anyone back there, of course, he barks his full head off. and He barks at thunder, rain, wind, Anything. seals, kayakers. So, so, of course, when he's barking, I, I do have to get up and see what's going on. And I no, went out I there. I shook you awake. He was barking really, really loud. And I shook you and was like, that's a different kind of bark. Go check him. And it's already kind of getting light here. We're here in Pac North Northwest. The sun comes up early. So it, the, it wasn't the sun was up, but light was shining. Right. So you could see something. Yeah. And so I got here and I saw some some slight waves. Like it looked like a kayaker had just gone by. And so I thought, okay, well, someone was doing some early morning kayaking. Um, was and- it close to our boat though? It was, yeah, it was pretty close. Because normally when I see them, they're pretty far away. Like, yeah. I don't see a lot of people come close. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I thought, okay, no big deal. And whoever it was heard Porter barking and didn't feel like sticking around. But I, the, the thought of someone trying to break into a boathouse didn't even cross my mind. No. Especially since it was, like you said, it was getting light out. I mean, it wasn't dark and at all. It's really hard to get into our boathouse from the water side because our boat takes up the whole entrance. Yeah. So there's not really like a good way, not easily. Right, or, right. You know, it would take some maneuvering and you might fall in the water. So. Yeah. In fact, every Tuesday when the pump out boat comes by, um, it's always fun for me to watch them do their gymnastics to yeah. try to get into our boathouse. That's to... probably why it is a woman. Because <laughs> she's got to like... She's a little more nimble. You're right. She's got to like <laughs> jump, you know, and she's got to squeeze through and she's like this little lady, you know. Right. So, you know, later that day, I guess later that morning, I went to go walk the dog and saw the caretaker and he said, hey, Josh, come here. Um, and so he told me that one of the boathouses near us got broken into and he'd mentioned the, the owner's name, but I didn't, I don't I don't know all the boathouses. I've met him. He's a really nice guy. Oh, would you have known him by name? Uh, no. Okay. But face and boat or boathouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I ended up as, you know, as I'm walking back from uh, taking the dog for a walk, I'm looking at every single boathouse to see the name and realized, oh, this was like two boathouses up from us that got broken into. So I thought, oh, well, shoot. I mean, A, that's what the dog was barking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, was that the kayak? I mean, did someone break into a boathouse on a kayak? Like, what could you take on a kayak? I... <laughs> like, not that's a whole a thing. lot <laughs> and for the most part you know people aren't storing like their valuables right right in a boathouse or on their boat because it's just the weekend cruise oh it's for the dinghy so the oh, thing that right because those thing... have been hot commodities in our area right the thing the caretaker said was um, in addition to just some rifling around that the person had done, he had tried to unstring, or she, I guess, I don't know, um, had tried to un- unbuckle the uh, the dinghy that was attached to the boat in that boathouse, but unsuccessfully, um, but and that was knew, something they tried. We knew it was a kayaker because there is some like video footage. It's just not great. Yeah, right, right. right. So, so this reminded me. I guess take the dinghy me. and pull your kayak out. But what? we didn't say, like, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> Take the dinghy, pull your kayak. What? 
What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you, you mean you mean the dinghy? Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, what would you steal like on a kayak? But you would then like pull the getaway your, vehicle would be, would be the, the dinghy, dinghy you stole. I see. maybe you don't care about the kayak. I don't know. Those are worth money. <laughs> uh, we didn't say that. Also. The cops were called right away because the man happened to be sleeping on his boat that night. Oh, yeah. So how's that? That so person broke into he woke a... up. Yeah. To, <laughs> to an occupied that. boathouse with yeah. boat. Um, but it did make me think, A, uh, I do have some security cameras that I've had for years that I just hadn't gotten around to installing yet. So maybe I should do that. Yep. And B, in order to get some additional coverage... Um, the cameras I have are indoor cameras, so I needed some outdoor ones. So I bought a couple of outdoor ones and got those installed. Mm-hmm. So I can now see everywhere and in and out of our boathouse. Dude, we now know every time a bug flies by. It's awesome. <laughs> we get this alert and we look and there's a bug. I like I fixed it. We I saw fixed it. <laughs> the uh the outdoor <laughs> camera motion sensor is a little sensitive and yeah, every time a bug flies by <laughs> It has alerted me that there's some motion being detected. So I had to make some adjustments. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just going to be watching bugs every day. Right. Getting a text. <laughs> Look at this bug. Look at this bug. Um. So because you did that and you were working on that, I think that set off sort of project mode for us. I went to, well, also mail came and I got the parts I needed to make the curtains for our hatches. Hatches. I have to keep telling you they're hatches. I know. Because you keep calling them skylights. Because for me, they're skylights. (laughs) (laughs) They are to let light in my dark room. (laughs) For boaters, they are an escape hatch to get out. No, that's scary to say. (laughs) And also I was thinking, okay, let's say there's a fire Uh on this end of the boat. Uh Uh-huh. Which end? What what are we at? The stern? Uh-huh. The back of the boat, yeah. <laughs> There's a fire, so therefore you should use the escape hatch. Uh-huh. Well, then what? Then you're on the bow of the boat, and you can get off the boat and into the boathouse. What's your question? Well, but on our boat, you'd then have to walk back, like, towards the fire to get off, or are you just going to jump in the water? If the boat's on fire and we were out, yeah, you would walk through the back of the boat that's on fire to get off the boat? Well, I was just thinking if I got out of the escape hatch, I don't know what to do next. I was actually thinking with all this fire talk, even though that has nothing to do with a burglary, 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 (laughs) (laughs) a break in, Uh that we should probably have a fire drill with the girls. Like that's always something you do in a Mm. house to know where the escapes are, but so that the girls understand what those hatches things are for. And where all the fire extinguishers are, we should. Yeah, have that's a, a good idea. A fire safety. So here's here's thing. the thing about a fire drill. Ordinarily, it's because the house or the workplace is large, and you don't know where you're going. So if there's smoke, you need to have a sense of where things are. Our boat is not that big. No, I know, but what if if this room uh-huh. filled with smoke, and smoke rises, it's not going to go down to our room very quickly so they should go out of our room yeah I, yeah so showing them how the hat <laughs> works yes. i struggled with it the other day and i thought i don't know if the girls would know how to use this if we didn't tell them yeah that's a good idea it's boater safety and everyone every mom out there's like nodding their head and they're like yes you should do boater <laughs> safety so we have kids that cook and we leave them home cooking too that's true so hmm fire anyway i made curtains yes because <laughs> the escape hatches or skylights my skylight. um, i guess in this case it they they are functioning as skylights because they've just been letting a lot of light come in in the morning which and, is awesome which is terrible no it's good uh because light wakes me up because i'm a plant <laughs> and i need some. i'm a vampire apparently and i need to know that it's morning well <laughs> you're a vampire having <laughs> Or whatever else doesn't like sunlight in their face when they're trying to go to sleep um, or stay asleep. So we now have curtains that we can draw open and close across them, which is fantastic. Thank you. No, you did you did a really great job you on that. You weren't super on board when I came up with the idea? Um, no, it's because the previous owners had a really simple but kind of inelegant solution, which was just sort of a black cloth that... Uh, 
was sort of attached. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Wasn't it wasn't attached. It was just laying on top of the screen. Oh, that's right. And so then I'd have to take the screen off, move the piece of fabric, which then I didn't want to do. So our room would either stay dark or it would stay light because I didn't want to keep taking it on and off. Right, right. So now we have a curtain. We have a curtain. So uh, while I was doing that, we decided I should probably finish a few projects I didn't, which is covering, uh, I had canvas for the dinghy. I, can we call it canvas? No. We've discovered something terrible. It's, it's I'm, I'm doing air quotes, but no one can see me. So I'm air <laughs> quoting um, outdoor fabric. Which we were thinking that's kind of canvassy. Although I questioned you from the beginning when you're like, this will work. Because where I got my the rail for the curtains in mm-hmm. our room, it's a website called Sailrite. And it's all stuff boating. And they sell the official fabric. Like waterproof. And it's called Sunbrella. And like that's the official stuff. <laughs> this stuff from Joanne Fabric we is went to not Joanne's. the official stuff. And it I was is like, no. canvas-like. Actually, you know what? I think that in general, canvas is not a watertight thing. So mm-hmm. we don't need to put air quotes around that. It's just not marine watertight I'm canvas. I'm going to do air quotes on like outdoor. Oh, no, I think it's... Anyhow. I don't use air quotes <laughs> right either, so it's okay. <laughs> so as soon as you got them done, it was the same day that... Uh, or like maybe the next day it was raining. And uh, it, it doesn't keep a whole lot of the rain off Well, of I also didn't things. finish because... I was letting Charlie paint, so I let her have the room I was sewing in, which is the, the flybridge. Fly bridge. Mm-hmm. So I went out to the sun deck, which doesn't have sides, and I lost a really important piece to my sewing machine <laughs> in the water. It just slid on down. Yeah. I heard the plop. So I didn't tell you this, but I've, I've dropped all kinds of things in the water. Are you kidding? No, like... I'll be working on my 3D I know printer. We've, and I think we've said, we all know there's a can of spam down there. <laughs> what else? Well, like screws and uh, other, I think like I've dropped chunks of wood, are but that hasn't been a problem. Are you incriminating us? Like, are we in trouble for polluting? No. It's a screw. I'm not dropping like toxic waste or anything like that. No. The screw will rust away. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> But well, you dropped plastic, so... But a piece you're... of the sewing machine that that I prevents me from continuing. So I had to stop sewing until we could get the piece. Right. The bobbin cover, <sighs> which is in the mailbox right now, actually. I know. I can sew tomorrow. Yep. But this being said, I'm trying to find the segue to my next story, which has to do with things in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Like, speaking of things that, you know, who would find these things at the bottom? That, that don't of belong in the water that you wouldn't expect boat. to see in the water? So, one of the days this week, and I don't know, days get blurred, right? But one of the days this week, we officially decided we we're going to California. We we're going to go to my brother's wedding. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit before. It's we outdoors. Were kinda, yeah. It's just us, you know, siblings and all that. So, We've decided, you know, we're getting a hotel, we're, we're doing all the safety things we need to. So we're going. Well, it's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very hot there. So we're going to need swimming suits and shorts. So me and the girls are trying on all my clothes because the girls are growing, which is, you know, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Stores aren't really open. And I have some stuff that we could try figure out before we go try shop. Who can fit what? So we're in our room and we're changing and um, so we're trying on swimming suits. And, you know, so there may or may not be clothes in this story. But all of a sudden, <laughs> I hear the weirdest sound like under us. Because in our room, we're, we're basically, you know, we're in the, the V-birth. So you can hear things clearly. Right. In the water. Right. That would be under us. And I, I'm like, what is that? So I just threw my bathrobe on and I run up and Josh is on a call, work call. And I, I slide open the door and I look out to the side of our boat and I see like water kind of gushing and I mean so much movement and I can't tell if it's air or water. And it's on the side of the boat that's right next to where our toilet is, our head. And I'm thinking, 
Oh my gosh. My first, I mean, I just got all hot and sweaty. I thought we're <laughs> sinking and we're taking on water. Like maybe our head broken. How am I not seeing water in the boat? And my head is trying to make sense of all this as water is just moving and, and then there's splashing and and I waited a second. I thought, and you're hollering about this, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, Josh, there's something out here. There's like, something out here. Is it a bird? Is and it then a all seal? Of a I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a seal. I'm gonna see a seal. I'm gonna. I I jump off the boat onto the walkway in our boathouse, and I'm looking in the water, and I hear Josh say to the person he's talking to, I'm gonna have to call you back. I gotta go. <laughs> and I'm looking at the water, and I'm just. I'm I my I feel like kind of like this ages me a little bit and <laughs> I'm flailing about like some crazy woman <laughs> and I don't want to say that because I know it sounds sexist but I can... do you mean like Diane Keaton in yes, every movie and she's ever I been do in act a lot like Diane Keaton and Josh calls me here all the time so <laughs> you have seen a movie with Diane Keaton my arms are just flailing and I'm like there's something down there i'm gonna see it like maybe it's a seal and then all of a sudden i'm just staring at it and my bathroom is starting to fall like open and i'm trying to focus in the water and, I, and josh says to me what is it and i'm like oh my gosh there's a penguin under our boat <laughs> oh and i hear the words come out of my mouth and i'm like i know that can't be but look at it it looks like a penguin and i think for a second you even looked at it like, is it? Well, you so <laughs> the power of suggestion is is so so weird. So you said it, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, well, it's not a penguin, but the coloring, like I could see, like there was the coloring was so weird. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it wasn't a penguin. It wasn't a penguin. So <laughs> I don't know what caused me. To, I I I don't know if you said it or I just decided to jump back in the boat. Because I'm freaking out. And maybe I was looking for my phone. I'm going to record history. I don't know. And I'm just still freaking out. And Josh looks at me and he's like, he starts talking to something. <laughs> and he looks at me. He's like, it's our diver. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I I ran to our room. I like got in our bed. I'm just like, I'm hiding here forever. I'm mortified. I don't know you know, how much he saw of me, um, either flailing my arms or my bathroom starting to fall off. And can he hear me? I mean, I'm yelling penguin. <laughs> I don't know how much you hear with diving gear on. And then Josh looks at his phone and says, oh, he texted me an hour ago to let me know he was on his way because we had hired him to, you know, scrape the bottom. So, yeah. <sighs> so... <laughs> I hope you got all that. I don't even know where my voice went because it just brought it all back. <laughs> yeah. So the diver, I had scheduled him to come out a little while ago. And like two or three weeks ago. This, yeah. Right? And the scheduling is always, we'll be out there in a couple of weeks because right. they're on a pretty flexible schedule. And You never know when they're going to show up. Correct. But he knows that we live on our boat. And so out of a, out of a courtesy to us, <laughs> he sent me a text and I'll, I'll just read it. It says, I got the boat. Oh, no, no. He says, Josh, I'm going to be cleaning your boat in an hour or so. Thought I would give you a heads up. I don't want to scare your family. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he ever listens to the podcast, he now knows that I thought he was a penguin. Uh, that so, was so funny i was freaking out that was a very good day <laughs> <laughs> i was i was every shade of red i was sweating um i so, mean going from thinking we're sinking to you know some penguin i might you know be able to <laughs> video it and win money or something like there's a penguin. win money i don't know someone might pay for that oh. people grab their phones and capture things all the time i was just thinking I'd capture something so cool. So I've been trying to reassure Kendra that when you're under the water looking <laughs> up, um, the, the diver can't see up a bathrobe while underwater. But Please the reality Lord, is, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and in the chaos, I don't know how much of my bathroom fell open. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and by the way, this was like two o'clock in the afternoon. So... He was probably wondering what I was doing if he did see me. <laughs> oh, well, it happens. <sighs> <laughs>
That was I. I got nothing after that. I feel like like that's it. <laughs> that was my week. Oh man, no. There's more things that happened, but um, no. That was that was very funny. I'll have to. I'll have to check in with him. He didn't seem embarrassed when he came up. Um, he was just asking me about the boat and, and letting me know that he had a little bit more to do and we'll come back later. So make sure you're not walking around in just but your bathroom. He didn't say like, hey, are you married to a, you know, naked Diane Keaton? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Boat life. Boat yeah. <laughs> You know, I was actually just thinking before we were recording, um, you know, how many things are we going to encounter that we haven't encountered yet? You know, like when we first started, it was, oh, no, um, the high water alarm is going off, which hasn't happened in forever. You know, oh, no, no. the water's run out. That happens all the time, but it's like we don't freak out about that anymore. <laughs> we just don't talk about it anymore, but we daily almost. And the kids, now it's just a drill. Someone hold the door. Someone jumped down in the engine room. Someone switched the tanks. Yep. Pretty That's easy to manage. Part but, of our life. Or tripping one, the power. Yeah, tripping the breakers. But this uh, th- this penguin encounter, uh, definitely something that uh, you know what's funny weren't expecting. is he scraped, the last time we had him was like, we just moved onto the boat mm-hmm. and we had the zincs or whatever he does down there. Yep, replace all the zincs. Um, and I remember I was like home alone and it did startle me. Mm. And it was like, took me forever to figure out what that sound was. And I can't remember how I remembered it was, the, or figured out it was the diver. But that was, I don't know, seven, eight months ago. <laughs> I guess I just forgot. Yeah. But he I was actually, scraping away, too. Yeah, was like I actually... scraping sounds. I actually recorded... I went into the engine room while he was down there and recorded it. And so I think I'm going to insert that at some point just so that you guys can hear this. Um, okay. Other things. Um, so kind of an odd fact. So we have a black lab and. Okay. We're totally jumping ship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Changing tracks entirely. Yeah. No more um, penguin. Now black lab. Correct. <laughs> different animal. Um, so I guess people brush their animals, brush their dogs. Yeah. They- I've been trying to get you to do that for years. Technically he's your dog. He, he is my dog. And I like I'm trying to decide if I'm if I'm a bad dog owner for not having brushed him, but I I've always assumed that dogs are like wolves, and out in the wild there's no one brushing a wolf. He's are, not wild. He's a domestic animal. Is his fur different? Like, well, is it a nice I'm thing sure or is it a? Like, I mean, you're the one who talks to me about what is that? Like, like the evolution of you know dogs or whatever the wolf ones have never had a person brush them and do they need it though i don't know i know that's and that's my that's my point I but don't know he either. does so, so you've learned this <laughs> well because we live on a boat um and black labs are hairy hairy beasts we get hair in everything so we did talk about this you know off i was gonna say off camera you know off mic this <laughs> week and you were shocked to know that I have taken care of him in previous years and you just didn't know it. Because right now what's happened is he's losing his winter fur. Right. So he's like extra hairy and extra hot. When we lived in California, I used your your head shaver and I would shave him. Hmm. I'm just not short. I'd put on the longest one. Right. Because even though he's a black lab, his hair is actually more... Like a German Shepherd, which he's also. Right, right. And so I would just shave that off. Well, again, because we live on a boat, um, there have been times where there's like, they're like literally finding a dog hair on our plate of food because it's just, sometimes it just gets everywhere. Sometimes it's a cat hair. We do have cat, a cat too, yeah. I'm telling you, I said this before, <laughs> I think last week. When the kids are gone and the animals are gone, I don't know how soon I'll jump into another animal or like a non-shedding one. But I've seen those hairless cats. I really don't want no, they're them. They're kind of odd. I, I mean, you might have one and you might love it. I don't think I could love it. So, so. knowing that uh, apparently uh, brushing a dog is a thing, I got online and looked up uh, different dog brushes because I didn't- You know I had seen that one like in an infomercial that you bought? The one really? You, yeah. I feel like I've told you about it 
and you were just content to get your brush at like the store. At like the dollar store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here's There's the a thing. running theme and people yeah. are getting to hear this. <laughs> Josh can be a little cheap sometimes. <laughs> um, this is not a plug for the product, uh, but the Furminator, I guess, is the name of this brush. And it's That's supposed to be, it, yeah, like, you know, it's like fur and Terminator. Um, oh, see, I didn't get that. Oh. I just thought it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, it came in and I decided to start brushing this dog. And I I don't know how a dog has that much fur. Mm-hmm. I, you do know that there are groomers. Like that's a job that exists. But I thought that was like for cutting their hair. Um, I think they do all of it. They yeah. get shampooed, which I'm constantly telling you he needs a bath. Mm. Um, they get a haircut, their nails trimmed, the whole works. Hmm. They can't do it themselves. I know, but but I, I go back to wolves don't do it, right? <laughs> sure, but there might be something different in the wild. Um, the amount of let's say climbing and digging that they're doing their nails get trimmed the nails sure yeah and he's not even outside right now so his nails were like long well anyhow i spent three minutes uh brushing his fur and i swear i brush enough fur to make another dog mm-hmm. there was so much and fur. he's still shedding apparently you're supposed <laughs> to like brush him every week with this thing you did it like two days ago and he's shedding I... <laughs> he, he's just hairy Yes. <laughs> so anyhow, that's having a dog on a boat. And a cat. <laughs> and the lizard sheds too, but he eats it. So, <laughs> so gross. Yeah. <laughs> that isn't getting our food. It gets no. in his food. So yucky. Oh, man. What else happened this week, dear? We did get a question from one of our listeners, uh, which I don't know if we ever covered this before. It has to do with mm. trash. And the, the question was, you know, being a liveaboard, how do we deal with trash management? Know, 50 episodes in, I don't remember I don't either. know if we were talking about this. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> we've talked about topics that were like, did we talk about that? I don't know. So this question comes, uh, and this is from a, I guess, a subscriber on Instagram. Um, so this shout out to Javier Zaragoza. Um and so, don't ask me to say that name. Yeah, <laughs> Kendra, not good with pronunciation. Um, so yeah, how do we manage trash on a liveboard? And so I thought, you know, I don't know if we're the best people to answer that because our boat is moored at a marina, and we have a boathouse. We can we could store like two weeks worth of trash in here. Yeah, like we've got a know. dumpster, um, like a small. I guess it's not a dumpster. It's a big trash bin that we could load up and then take out to the actual big dumpster out on the uh, um, out in the land, but. I know that there are liveaboards who anchor out, and I thought... I have wondered about their trash, like how even to deal with it. And our kids make so much trash, and they live with kids. And all I can think is, I you, it would take us a year to train our kids on <laughs> like how to, you know, not waste something, right. or what thing you're throwing away, or how to break it down. It would take forever to train them. And the bathroom and the girly things right. and the makeup and Q-tips. I <laughs> Q-tips everywhere. <laughs> so I decided to reach out to one of our friends on Instagram that uh, we follow also. And they live aboard um, Bahamas area? Uh, for the, like, I don't know what it's called. It's those islands. Like, like it's like Bahamas, Cuba. And then like this trail of islands like headed down to... Like South America, it like makes this like, mm. I don't know what those islands are called. Okay. But they're down in really pretty water, that, that like blue water, right? I think so. Yeah. I well, don't know. Anyhow. Um, so I asked. Um, I think it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> you're asking me. <laughs> so I asked our friend Megan from the Harris crew. And so if you're listening and you get on Instagram, um, you can look up hello Harris crew, hello dot Harris crew, or if you like websites, it's Harris crew. Dot ca so i guess they're canadian right yes yeah yep um and, and awesome. yeah super super cool super fun family to, to follow um and i uh, so i asked her about how trash management works with them and so she replied so i'll just read it she said well the organics go overboard and organics uh, we just say poop 
Um, but she just says organics. I thought you were talking about like apple peels and banana peels. I assume it's toilet uh, related rubbish. I assume no. You asked about <laughs> trash. Well, here you you might be and right. We're not pooping in the trash. <laughs> Last time I checked. So if we're talking about trash, hmm. I might have to get talking, clarification. <laughs> Megan, he's just, he's very sorry. He's not talking about your poop. He's talking about your banana peels. All right. Which I know they get a lot of bananas. Um, how about this? I'll just read it instead of there ad-libbing. You go. There we go. Um, I'll take the commentary out. It says, well, the organics go overboard depending on where we are, i.e. to be considerate, we don't do that in a busy anchorage, which is why, oh, never mind. I'll stop ad-libbing. Um, and we recycle whatever we can, which is rare at the islands. And then really try hard not to bring on board or buy stuff with too much packaging. I will reuse jars and bottles that we collect to keep portions of rice or dried beans or spices. But despite all that, we still generate one small bag a week, which includes toilet paper. You can always find a dumpster at a customs dock or usually close to a grocery store or restaurant. Uh, Any marina or yacht service place will have a spot for it too. And some islands even have a place for yacht garbage at a dinghy dock. So far, it's not been a problem as long as you look for more than a few minutes. So uh, for anyone that's interested in trash management, um, they would be the ones to follow. <laughs> because we... No, we feel kind of spoiled in that. We are absolutely spoiled Yeah. on that regard. And even when we go to the islands that we talk about and we've you know posted about this part of the yacht club, we also have trash there too right and anywhere we've ever moored i think the one place we've ever stopped where we weren't near anything was when we it was on our friday harbor trip on the tolly on the tolly craft and we hooked up to a morning ball but we hooked up to that ball for two hours yeah i'm just saying that's (laughs) a spot where if we wanted to dump trash we could trash (laughs) and also it was a public park area we got off and there was park benches and like public park Trash cans. Do you not remember? No, I thought it was just like like an no, island with the big beach. I know. Beach. I know. You were you had this bigger dream in your head that we found a piece of land that nobody ever no. been on before. <laughs> but it was like a park. There was benches and trash cans and places that you could camp. There was fire pits. You remember now? Mm, <laughs> no, not really. It's funny the things that we remember, isn't it? Huh. Pirate man. Well, Sometimes I need pictures, but for sure we didn't take pictures of garbage cans. So No, but I think I might have pictures of the a bench. Hmm. I might. <laughs> Cuz we had said I think we could camp on like we were like, "Oh, we could if we wanted to, we could just bring a tent," which I don't want to, but you know, <laughs> if you wanted to. Interesting. Well, in that case, we have never ever been to a place where nope. there wasn't a trash we can. We have not yet. <laughs> So, I mean, like we've talked about, we've not anchored out yet. So, right, go us. <laughs> really roughing it over here. Right. We are. I'm bruised. Okay, We're, it's a small space. I am roughing it. I have bruises all over my body. <laughs> Maybe stop jumping. Some of them are from <laughs> jumping. Some of them are from doing laundry. Mm-hmm. The bin is like really heavy, and I use like. Like, I'll rest it on my legs to try dump the water. So that's why they're all about the same le- uh, level. Is It's a very heavy bin. It's a heavy bin. It has, like, this, like, lip to it, too. So, I don't know, maybe I need, like, a foam <laughs> around it because it's bruising me. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But I have other bruises, too. I don't know where they came from. Anyhow, um, this time next week... We will not be podcasting from our boat. No, in fact, if we want to podcast, we'd have to from the hotel room hotel with our room. children. And how are you keeping them quiet? I guess we just ask them to be quiet. <laughs> I don't know. For an hour. Right, right. Girls, shh. Shh. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Oh, that brings up a whole nother subject for me, though. Okay, we are going to keep our kids because... We're going to keep our kids, huh? Well, okay, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> This is funny. I I don't know if you're going to catch the reference, and I'm kind of hoping you will. But I did have a thought this week. Mm-hmm. Speaking of living in tight quarters with our kids and then going to a hotel room with our kids, we do share a room. We get, we get the room that has enough beds or the couch that makes out or a 
Anyway, so that we were all in one room. And <laughs> I was thinking of telling my mom, I'm going to Eddie this vacation. I can't remember his full name. but Eddie? Yeah. From Christmas Vacation, yes, Eddie? thank you. <laughs> I was but like, not sure if you'd get the reference. What's, what is the... Okay, when Eddie shows up... Uh-huh. And it's like unexpected and they're standing in the yard and the wife, I don't know all their names, but the wife says to him, it's okay, we have plenty of beds. Mm-hmm. And he says, he like puts his arm around his wife, you know, and he's like, you know, you know, Catherine and I are, are just fine <laughs> in our camper, but you know, you could take the kids, like wink, wink. Uh-huh. So I was thinking like of doing that to my mom. Uh-huh. Do you get the reference yet? I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, sometimes our quarters are tight. Yes. We have teenagers. It is what it is. We we, we figure it out. <laughs> hey, if we're talking about all the aspects of living on a boat and we're being real, that's just another little piece that's real. The realest part is the fact that our room shares... Uh, a very thin wall with our oldest daughter. And that's where I was... Who lets us know <laughs> that we have very thin walls. <laughs> Anyhow. Sometimes she doesn't tell us. She'll just repeat something that I said to you at night when she's supposed to be asleep and we're talking. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, I heard you. And it was like this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Those are thin walls. <laughs> right. And that's just when we're having regular conversations. Right, just talking. <laughs> right. Ay, ay, ay. Anyhow. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I guess the only other interesting thing is, and this is this might be a shock if anyone uh, pays attention to the fact that I am very cheap and I like to buy the least expensive version of things. What? We decided that because we are heading down to California, we're road tripping it, um, and in order to avoid contact with too many too many people, we wanted to make sure that we uh, were able to bring as much food as possible, and so. A cooler suddenly becomes an important thing. and Also because hotels, as far as we know, aren't doing any food service. Right, right. Or, or at least... Like complicated food service. Right, right. Um, so we bought a cooler and uh, I broke down and got a big Yeti. It was a lot of work, people. It... <laughs> I should get like a high five. It was a lot of work on my part. The... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, the the part of me that looks at the price tag of the igloo, same size uh, cooler versus the Yeti. I mean, I, there's a part of me that just my heart breaks over feeling like I just wasted a bunch of money. But, um, but the, there's a reason. The stats on the coolers are very, very different. I mean, one says it'll hold ice for four days and the other one says it'll hold ice for 10 days. Also, because it's not just for this trip that we're using the cooler. Right, right. Um, with the warmer days, we're having food not last as long that can sit on the counter. <laughs> right. If it doesn't fit in the refrigerator, which is not very big for a boat, it's same as you'd get in a camper. They're not huge. And so I wanted some extra space because a lot of times, you know, you can leave your vegetables and your fruit on the counter. So if the fridge is too full of things that need to be refrigerated, I'll take the fruit and veggies out. And in the winter, that was working fine. Right. For that matter, we can just stick it on the bow of the boat. Right. Like, I was finding places, but with the temperature and the sunnier days, I guess, too, uh, that's not working. Nope. <laughs> so, either we could buy another fridge or we could buy uh, a heavy-duty cooler. Heavy duty cooler. That then we can take places with us if we need to. Right. It's right. not stuck to the boat or the boathouse. Right. Because we had talked about the boathouse, but then my biggest thing is we need more food when we do go out to, like, the island. Right. So then how does a fridge that's, like, so big help us that's not with us? So. So we now own a Yeti. A Yeti cooler. Yep. So we'll see. Um, this will be the first trip where we're not taking our dog with us. Yeah. I've never kenneled our dog before. In seven years. And it makes me really nervous. Not nervous. I, I guess it's like someone else babysitting your kid when you've never had your kid babysat before. Except for your kid's not going to maybe bite someone. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, no, kids bite people all the time. Yeah. Um, we're just afraid like he's so used to us and not other people and we've not let somebody, you know, 
babysit him before. Right. This is new. This is new territory. <laughs> right. So if you've if you've kenneled your dog before and it's perfectly ordinary and the dog plays just fine with everyone else, then yeah, let us know. Um, I mean. I suppose it'll be done by the time. We sound like new parents, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we're just super nervous. And like, do we have a phone number to check on him or, yeah. you know? We normally, I mean, we, it's normally not a big deal to bring the dog, but I think that bringing him to a wedding uh, is bad form. And it's, he, we already know <laughs> he hates the California heat. We've lived there and he doesn't do great in it. So trying to figure out what to do with him yeah. when a lot of the activities are outside and we're trying to stay outside and he's black and he hates the heat. So it seems better to leave him right. here. I was going to ask, is he allowed to bring his toy? Actually, yes. Oh, good. I... <laughs> because he can't live without that. <laughs> he has a little stuffed lamb that he loves. I think we talked about it. He does need that. So. Yes. I'm, I, I meant to ask you. Is he allowed to have his own things? <laughs> Although that could start a fight, <laughs> like oh, yeah. on the playground kind of thing. <laughs> Don't touch my t- my toy. Oh man, he loves his lamb. <laughs> I guess the only <clears throat> the only other interesting thing is something that I think a lot of people have just experienced today. Um, little nerdy as far as for me to bring it up, um, um, but apparently okay. there was a massive cell phone outage today. Which affected... I know I texted you. You didn't get it. Maybe I didn't get it. No, I I didn't get it. Uh... (laughs) Wow. No, it it, it made work calls a little challenging. Um, Apparently, there was a massive distributed denial of service attack on a bunch of phone servers. But why? Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows. Now we're just telling history. Somebody will listen to this in a few years and be like, ooh, on this day. Well, it's just one of those another 2020 thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2020 should just be a race from history. Yeah, it's fun. Eh, is it? No, it's it's actually it's pretty stressful. terrible. My face is breaking out. <laughs> so Because of the mask wearing? It is. Like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, but if I only wear makeup on my eyes, not where the mask is, <laughs> then when I go to take the mask off at some point... Like, there are times when I'm six feet and I'm like, okay, I can take the mask off. I just like, is that weird? Like, I've got this line of makeup. We're all going to have tan lines on our face from Yes, from and the I'm mask. terrified of that too. Like, You're... I take it off right away because I'm like, I don't want to have like, what, like a brown eye like section <laughs> and like a white mouth section. That's a weird thing to be terrified about. I have like so many zits from the mask though. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to my brother's wedding and I have this major breakout. And at first I'm like, am I stressed? What's going on? I haven't had this problem. And then I realized, oh, I've been running around a lot. And it's been getting The warm. last few weeks or just this week, because when we decided we're doing the wedding, I've had to take the girls. Oh, it's so stressful to get dresses and swimming suits and we go to the mall. Well, you can't try anything on. Do you remember in so early March? buy it. Do you remember but, in early March when we were wearing masks and it was like, oh, it's kind of nice because it's warm? Yeah, I know. I was like, I think I'm going to keep this because it's like putting a scarf around your face, but I don't have to mess with it. And now I'm dying and it's not even that hot. <laughs> and I feel like I can't breathe. And I'm trying to shop where I'm, I'm talking to the kids and I feel like I'm yelling at them. But it's like, I'm not sure they can hear me through the mask. And I'm trying to tell them like what they can touch and can't touch. Put your, don't touch your mask. And then trying to buy stuff and telling them we can't try that on. And so we look like weirdos in the dress department where I'm trying to like see if it kind of fits around them. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm touching this thing now a whole bunch, but I can't try it on. And so we check out. And I don't know how many people have gone shopping yet because this is all n- new. But I asked the lady, like, what happens? Do I, Can I return this? And she said, Yes, because when you return it, then the clothes get like two days of quarantine before they get back out on the floor. Mm -hmm. So I have been to so many stores buying (laughs) and selling things because... (laughs) Buying it, returning it. That's what I meant, returning. Um, Yeah. My my favorite part is the uh, between the mask, the plexiglass at the register and the overly chatty... Um, cashier at the local grocery store. Can't hear you guys. Not being able to hear a single word she's saying. I'm just nodding. And then I'm afraid people don't know I'm smiling. I have all these fears. <laughs> like, I don't think they know I smile. Do I look angry? Do my... I have 
I don't know what you, you have very expressive eyes. I do. And my sister and I both have this problem. So, and if you ever meet me and you see me and you think I'm angry at you because I've got the mask on, I'm not. My thinking face is furrowed eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And I'm always thinking. <laughs> my kids always ask me, like, are you okay? Like, your eyebrows are furrowed. And it's just because I'm in deep thought. Uh-huh. In the middle, I'm thinking about something. My eyebrows furrowed. My sister does the exact same thing. So, we always look angry <laughs> unless we're laughing and smiling and you're talking to us. And so now I'm just afraid that I always look angry with the mask on because you can't see my smile and maybe my eyes angry. I don't know. It has, <laughs> I have a, a whole new like list of anxiety lately that I didn't have before. I thought I would handle this just fine when they were opening things. I'm like, I got this. Just wear a mask and I get to keep shopping. Mm-hmm. But it's not that simple. <laughs> it's very stressful. <laughs> and when you have to stand outside the store to wait to go in, like you said this week, it's like waiting at Disneyland in line for a ride, but it's not that exciting. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's... Especially when you're returning um... something. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not fun. I'm not even buying something. I just want to bring this back. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get through this. We'll I get through know. this. Um, the only challenge is going to be we'll be wearing a mask in 110 degree heat in Central Valley, California, which won't be fun at all. Yeah, I'm going to have so many zits. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I need to wash my mask and have like five of them or something. I don't, I only have like three and I think I'm not swapping them out enough either. Like between washing them. I don't know. I have no idea. There's not a lot of science behind the washing them. I don't know. Like, cause you're, are you supposed to have a new one every day? I don't. I don't always. I have no idea. I don't know either. I try not to go outside very much. I mean, to go shopping. I mean, I I like going outside, but I'm not interested in going shopping like you are. Because I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so like the stress of it. <sighs> well, in any event, um, next week we'll be in California. Yeah. Um, we'll see if we can find time to record. We'll do our best. Yeah. Might not be anything too exciting anyway. Oh, we'll probably have some misadventures. <laughs> I'm something sure. as exciting as a penguin under the boat. <laughs> Who knows what the next week holds? All right. I think that's all we've got for tonight. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>